2: All right, today we're going to hear about conversion rate optimization. Justin Christensen is the founder of Conversion Fanatics, which is a conversion rate optimization agency that works with the likes of Hertz, PayPal, and Burt's Bees. In our last conversation, Justin walked us through his methodology for conversion rate optimization, how he works with some of his clients, and a little bit about the toolkit that he applies. And today, we're going to ask Justin to join us in a case study where we go through a real world example of how he can apply his conversion rate methodology to a startup that I started years ago called strumschool.com. Here's the rest of our interview with Justin Christensen from Conversion Fanatics. Justin, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Hey, Ben. Thanks for having me. So I have a sob story to tell you. The first startup that I started is a business called StrumSchool.com. And StrumSchool is a guitar lesson marketplace where originally we started trying to connect guitar students and teachers for live lessons. Mm -hmm. I left my job at eBay and decided I was going to start this startup to be essentially the FaceTime for guitar lessons. And that business model crashed and burnt. Turns out people would rather have YouTube videos or just take lessons at home. So I pivoted my business to being focused on video guitar lessons, where we were putting together a collection of the first 50 videos that every guitar student needs before they start taking lessons. With that context, where the sob story comes in is my business was trucking along, we were driving a bunch of traffic with our videos, and when I put everything behind a paywall, naturally our organic traffic tanked. So I went from driving tens of thousands of visitors to my guitar lesson website to hundreds within a day when we made a change to how Google views our content. So My issue now is I'm sitting with a website, and for the record, I don't pay much attention to strumschool.com, but I think this would make a great case study for us to talk about conversion rate optimization. I have a website that people are coming to primarily through organic traffic, and we're not getting a lot of conversions, and what we're trying to sell them is online guitar lessons. So talk to me about how you would put together a strategy for driving conversion rate optimizations, knowing that we're getting primarily organic traffic, and we're trying to sell people a package of 50 guitar lessons, and it's a $100 lifetime subscription.
1: Okay, the first thing that I would do is comb through any of the data to figure out Kind of, you know, we talked in the previous episode a little bit behind the methodology, but it's really just understanding what these visitors are doing, how they're interacting with the site, what kind of roadblocks they're seeing. And then I would basically go through and comb through the site and kind of follow the typical visitor journey starting from the homepage and working our way through to the rest of the pages on the site to see what kind of split test ideas initially we can come up with. And then we kind of match that up with the initial data. Now, I haven't seen any of the data and I literally just opened this website. So this is going to be a little bit fun.
2: It's beautiful, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I can't tell you that uh, this was my pride and joy for years. And the truth is, The reason why I stopped doing strumschool.com is my girlfriend at the time said she was willing to accept a promotion to fiance, but I had to go get a steady paycheck. So I abandoned strumschool to basically spend more time with who is now my wife. That said, I can tell you a little bit about the data that we have. So when people come to the website, most of the time they're coming through a content page. There's a fair amount of blog content. Most of it is easy guitar song related content. The business model is selling people the first 50 lessons, so everything from the body of the guitar through how to tune the guitar to understanding how to fret notes and then play basic chords, the chords that everybody needs to get through their first song. And we sort of stop there and say, okay, once you know how to play the basic chords, we'll help you find a guitar teacher in your local area. The problem that we have, we do a pretty good job of getting people from the content to the homepage. They click the Strum School logo in the top left of the page, and they'll actually go through the homepage and they will give us their email address. We actually do a pretty good job in terms of email collection, but getting someone from the email collection phase into actually purchasing the product seems to be the problem. So once you're getting some information from somebody, what do you do to bridge the gap to get them to actually purchase a product?
1: Well, usually it's the benefit side of things. So actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to fill out this first form and see kind of what you got going on. I'm going to give you my information. I'm going to accept the terms and we're going to go on to the next step and see what happens. Great. Okay, so now when I just entered the information on the form, Mm -hmm. and on the homepage, right on the hero section, of course, I could have gone through a bunch of stuff on the homepage on potential tests to kind of improve those overall metrics there to get people to opt in. But that wasn't the big problem. The problem is that you did a good job about getting people to sign up for their quote unquote free account. But you have a problem of upgrading them initially. Mm -hmm. So when I immediately come to the next page, it shows nothing about what I actually just opted in to get. It says account created, welcome to strum school. But it doesn't actually give me any information about those 50 lessons or those 50 videos that I was talking about immediately. Instead, I'm presented with choose your membership package, which doesn't give me a lot of context around that it just gives me options it's like okay i didn't get what i just asked for Mm -hmm. but i just got asked for money and one thing that i have done particularly well in a subscription type model is once they create their free account is present them with a one-time special offer that would essentially say okay you created your free account great On this page only, you can upgrade to all of these premium membership benefits and all of these great things. And here's what it's going to do for you for this special one time only price or this special one time only offer Mm -hmm. to give them that one time only chance to make a purchase. And oftentimes what I will find is 20 to 30 percent or so of people will take you up on that special offer. And then from there, you can say, oh, no thanks, I just wanna see the first three videos. And then you can take them to there and then give them another option to upgrade at a later date to premium. But also on this page is, you're saying get unlimited access to all video lessons. Mm-hmm. You know, master every chord with the chord book, learn the lingo and the vocab section, stay up to date on our inspirations. There's a lot of great features there, but there's no real benefits. What am I going to get out of this as a consumer? I came here to learn how to play guitar. I'm a guitar player myself. I've been playing since I was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. But what are some of the big problem areas you've got to tackle and address some of those things? And you're giving them multiple different options.
2: For the people who aren't looking at the page, the flow for this website is you go to the homepage, you enter your email address and you create a password. And the page that you're dropped off asks you to choose your membership type. And your feedback was that the membership offer shouldn't be the first thing that you show. And my thought was, okay, you've now created an account. Pick which flavor of account do you want? Do you want a trial? Do you want a monthly membership or a lifetime membership? What's the thing that you suggest is shown in the place of the option to select which membership?
1: So you get access to the free 50 videos, correct?
2: Yes. It's a 14-day free trial is how we landed people initially. And then on the 15th day, then they hit a paywall.
1: Okay. So now you're giving me an option to buy the starter bundle, which is a free trial, but I already just signed up for that. So that 14 day free trial is kind of irrelevant. Mm -hmm. What I would do is actually lead with that or lead with a free video lesson or something like that to get email address only. First, to bring them into the fold, because here it's kind of, for lack of better terms, kind of bait and switch. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I just signed up for a trial, but now I'm presented with an option to sign up for a trial or monthly membership or lifetime membership. Instead, I would just say, hey, you started your trial. You can see all your content here to unlock all of these other amazing features. Here's your two options. You can pay monthly or you can get a lifetime access for 99 right? cancel at any time, money back guarantee, but you're going to get all of these benefits and not so much the features. Why do I want to pay for it is the big question. What am I actually going to get if I give you money? Mm -hmm. What additional benefits am I going to get versus just the first 50 videos that I see if I scroll way down the page after I've been asked several times for more money?
2: So let's play that out and let's say that the call to action when you sign up for the trial is more of a confirmation of what's happened. Hey, your 14-day free trial has been activated. You can use the site in an unlimited fashion. That then leads the focus of the product away from trying to drive someone into an instant conversion and more into an upsell mode. So talk to me a little bit about time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X.co. How you think about driving upsells as opposed to getting someone through a cart.
1: The biggest thing here is you've got a membership. You want them to start using the product before you actually ask for money. You've got to get them into it and kind of have that sticky factor. It's like, okay, I cannot live without these videos. These are absolutely amazing. And then you can ask for money. Another option is you started your 14-day trial. Would you like to upgrade right now for a super limited one-time only special offer? And then the second side of that is they start using the content and then you give them a chance to upgrade throughout that process. So every video or every page that they view the video on gives them an option to upgrade. And then it explains the benefits of that. And what I would typically do instead of the price breakdown is just give them a full blown landing page that sells them on the premium. Why do I want to upgrade? And here's all of the great things. Here's the benefits and the features and everything you're going to get if you just unlock this for the measly amount of $14 a month.
2: Right. So essentially, you're saying confirm the action that's happened from where they entered their information. When somebody on the homepage gives their email address, confirm that, hey, you've now created a trial membership and have that page be here's a special offer to upgrade right now, or you can just go on to test the content.
1: Yep. No, thanks. Continue on to the content.
2: Right. And then as someone is working on the content, your focus becomes, here's how you upgrade. So as they are perusing the content, that becomes more of a question of, I'm assuming email marketing to re-engage with them, or as they're getting through the website, you mentioned having an interstitial page before they can access every piece of content that's trying to drive them to upgrade.
1: Yeah. You're trying to get a card to card at that point and walk them through the actual sales, but you got to sell them on what's going on with the premium. You can't just assume that they're going to know that I get unlimited access to all video lessons, but what exactly are there? How many are there? What am I going to learn in these videos? What are the key benefits to me? And then you can give them the chance to do that throughout either with pop ups as they're watching the video and they get five minutes into one video or they get something. You can have a banner on that page. You can test a pop up. You can obviously email marketing and things like that. You can do remarketing with ads and things to get them kind of engaged in that process, taking them back to a longer form, either video hybrid type page that sells them on the opportunity and run them through the $14 a month type thing and the $99 membership and position one over the other. I'm guessing majority of people don't sign up for $14 a month. They pay a hundred bucks for a lifetime.
2: The honest truth is most people don't sign up for either, which is why I now do consulting and MarTech podcasts.
1: (laughs) Okay. But yeah, I mean, there's some things you can do too from the monthly membership side. If they sign up for the monthly membership, you can say, hey, why don't you just unlock a lifetime membership and pay just a little bit more one time instead of paying monthly. Nobody likes monthly. Right. Even though it is a minute amount of money. Yeah. But yeah, it's just really selling the benefits and the features of going through that process. And then when they click... Giving social proof of what people are getting. Nobody wants to be first when it comes to signing up for something, especially guitar lessons. They want to know that somebody else has achieved what they are looking to achieve, that they know that you are the real deal. Social proof plays a big role in this. And then clicking on to the actual checkout side of things, there's a handful of things that you can do here. Basically, you're selling them. I just clicked on the $14 a month button, taking me to the checkout page. And here is something that you can just keep your logo, but you can remove the header Mm -hmm. so you don't give them any distracting elements or what they want to do. And then what's weird here is it actually says $19 a month on your checkout page instead of 14. Just a little caveat there, but I know this isn't a big focus for you. So, but monthly premium membership, what is the monthly premium membership? Usually I'll put a progress bar. I'll restate the benefits of the actual membership of what they get. I'll back it up with some social proof. I'll do things like icons, instead of just saying 30 day money back guarantee or cancel anytime" time or whatever it might be, I'll use icons, satisfaction guarantee, 30 day money back. I'll use some social proof on here too. What happens is most people stop selling once they get to the checkout page. Mm -hmm. They don't restate all of the great things and keep them excited throughout that process and keep that level of trust all the way through to when you actually get some money from those visitors. And then, you know, just restate what the actual product is. It says unlimited access one month, but it's like monthly membership, unlock, blah, blah, blah. Here's these bullets. Show them a picture of inside the members area of what all the videos look like. Mm -hmm. Things like that to support the process.
2: Okay. Without getting too much into the weeds about strum school, the reason why I wanted to go through a case study is because I feel like that's the most tangible way for people who are learning about conversion rate optimization to understand the mindset that someone like you goes through when they're looking at a new product. So... As I sort of tried to summarize before, to me, the first thing that you looked at is what are you trying to complete? You're getting past the email stage. So obviously the broken part of the funnel is this next page where in Strum School's example, you have to pick which account you want. So there was a discrepancy in your mind between what the person was signing up for and then where they land. Is it confirmed what they're getting? And then what are the steps for them to go forward? And we talked about some modifications to be able to go through and how you can basically clarify what someone is getting and start to upsell them on what the best possible way for them to move forward is.
1: Yeah. And what I really try to do is I put myself in the mind of the visitor. Mm-hmm. So do I know very quickly what I'm going to get or what this company is going to do for me? And then what's the path and what is stopping me from getting to the next step? What are the friction points in that process? And there could be hundreds, if not thousands of different things. We could talk all day long about things we should split test on from school. But when it comes down to it, it's just very simple. It's just moving visitors from one step to the next with the ultimate goal in mind of money changing hands for a service or a product. It's just getting them feel comfortable in that nature.
2: So I think that mindset is what I was hoping to accomplish with this podcast recording is the way that conversion rate optimization specialists think about the user journey in the sense of what are they seeing and interpreting it from not only just a visual perspective, but also are you delivering on what is being expected from step to step? And it actually brings me to the question that I ask everyone in this podcast as we're wrapping up, You sort of have stated what the mindset is and for the people that are new or have properties where they can't afford a conversion rate optimization specialist, you're doing this seeing a website for the first time. What advice do you have for people that are just getting started, are interested in learning conversion rate optimization or just starting out their career in marketing?
1: Just get really good about listening to your customers. That is the biggest thing. Understand what your audience wants, what makes them tick, what keeps them up at night, you know, building that customer avatar, which everybody talks about. It's kind of cliche in the marketing world, but it really is, especially if you don't have enough traffic to actually split test and you're not getting a lot of traffic to your site is measure some of that qualitative data. Don't necessarily pay attention to the quantitative side of things or the actual data. You know, what are the hard metrics? You don't really need that when you're first starting out. Just get really good at understanding the behaviors of the visitors. Get a second set of eyes on your marketing, especially if you've been doing it for a little bit longer. You know, I just went through this site very quickly firsthand, not ever seeing it before. And we see that oftentimes even with companies that are doing millions of dollars in revenue. They get so close to their product. They get so close to their marketing that they oversee some of the biggest roadblocks that are holding them back from just exponential growth. So just pay attention to the data. You can read my book if you really want to learn more about optimization. It's a good one. I walk you through very simply. I tried to not fluff it up when I wrote the book. I just said, here's some tangible things and some actionable steps to really understand how to make your marketing more effective. I
2: totally agree with you. I think that's great advice. And I will go on the record of saying I am totally blind to everything that is wrong on the Strum School site because it was such a passion project of mine that I just think it's a beautiful little snowflake. (laughs) But with that said, let me ask you the last question before we let you go. I know that you have your website for your agency. You mentioned that you have a book. Any other things that our listeners should know about you? Uh, Anything that you'd like to promote or how can people get in touch with you if they're interested?
1: You can actually find me directly on any social channels by going to clickso.com, C-L-Y-X-O.com slash Justin Christensen, all one word. It's basically a glorified business card. It shows all my social channels and ways to get in touch with me. Just easier to put it all in one place than try to list out my Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and all of that fun stuff. But I'm all over there. You can find all information, a bunch of great case studies, a bunch of great blog content, a bunch of great information around marketing and optimization over at conversionfanatics.com. There's also a link over to my book, or you can find it on Amazon by searching for my name or conversion fanatic in the book section. You should be able to find it on there, both paperback and Kindle. But if you are interested in getting a second set of eyes on your marketing, feel free to reach out to me at any time. I'm happy to do an in-depth conversion analysis for any of your listeners to help them kind of understanding what their data is telling them and where they're kind of falling short on their website.
2: Great. Well, Justin, thank you so much for joining the MarTech podcast. And that wraps up this episode of the show. Thanks to Justin for joining us. And if you're interested in learning more about Justin and Conversion Fanatics, go to conversionfanatics.com. If you'd like to read the transcript of this podcast, you can click our show notes or you can go to our website, martechpod.com. If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, thank you very much for being a member of our community. If you ever have any questions, or if you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can find a contact form at our website. Again, it's martechpod.com, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D.com. Or you can find us on LinkedIn or Twitter. Our company handle is benjshap, L-L-C-B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P-L-L-C. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we've got some great episodes lined up for the next few weeks. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed soon. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks again to Justin. And until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy.